Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It's working. It's working. We are, we are live to the nation. What is this thing with your live? It just feels like we're kind of, when we press that button, we go live to the nation. <laughs> Um, nation. Is that what happens in your head? You like live to the nation. I actually don't feel that it's recording. I actually think it's going out that wire into people's ears. Yeah, but that that's makes Illuminati. Sense. Um, happy birthday for Saturday, was it? Yeah, Saturday? yeah. Happy Thank birthday, you. man! Thank you. It's a nice touch, isn't it? Is it? Well, have well you remove your hand now. You don't have. Have to. you got <laughs> any? Um, have you got any? happiness that occurred are you does it does it feel good that this has happened well it's a staging yeah i don't care about that but it could have been even better if we won yesterday but you know still yeah. nice results two two against cool really controversial game in some sort and you went out got absolutely drunk and smashed your elbow on the table yeah more, but more that was the point more to the point yeah but that wasn't my fault to be honest okay uh, what were they did they hold you down and put Because the I was alcohol? home watching football all night, and that was my plan. I wasn't supposed to do anything, but I was just wanted to be alone and watch football. And then I had a surprise kind of party. I went there, and then a lot of liquor came by. I hadn't eaten anything. And got a bit of a blackout, and then I apparently came home and fell hardcore on the table. Everything on the table was on the floor. I woke up in the morning, must have passed away straight away, and my elbow is fucked. So, yeah, it's so a hardcore learnt, rock and roll night. So you've learned nothing. Nothing. And six years ago, uh, you can't see the listeners cool, but I got this because I fell as well. So, you know, I need to um, stop doing this. If there's any younger listeners out there. Um, do like got, I do. If you no, want have you cool. got any advice? Yeah. Because you're an old fucking ass. Yeah. I mean, you can do all the crazy things. You'll survive. Look at me. I'm still alive. Just live your life. Is yeah. that it? But actually, I got to that age. What would you I have? I forgot my age. It was like, how, how, what did you turn? I was like 37. And then after an hour, I was like. I might turn 38. So this is the first time I actually forgot my age. That means me getting old. You're a disgrace. Um, what? What about, um, what would you have on your grave? He lived his life. He oh. elbowed. Probably Obladi Oblada, life goes on though. That's nice. But we, you wouldn't have a grave thing, would you? You'd have a burning boat thing? Why? Because I'm Viking. Viking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to talk about my trip. Uh, to watch Huddersfield. It's all about you. It's all we're about gonna you. talk about my trip, Huddersfield, Liverpool, <laughs> and then we're gonna um, uh, we'll talk about the weekend. Let's let's start with the weekend's biggest game, um, which was Bournemouth versus um, West Brom. No, um, it was uh, Liverpool Spurs. Incredible last five minutes. Oh, no, that was ten minutes. A- as, was, a, yeah. as a neutral, you know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I had a, I had maybe nine minor heart attacks during that game, and I when Salah scored two one, it was just this. What? What the fuck? We did that? No, you just no. It was like the old Tottenham, where yeah, it could uh, snatch defeat uh, from the jaws of victory. Oh, uh, and it was just and then, but the weirdest part with that game and Liverpool and Klopp managing to do this to neutrals was great because 
even when they scored the winner, the Utah winner, you still thought maybe it's such a crazy game we might get another goal. You just, I just had no to, way. I, just, I was like, you never know. And then the penalty for nowhere, and I didn't see it real time at all. I was like, what the hell's going on? And then on the replay, I know that people say it's not, but let's have the large one. Uh, I thought the first one definitely is, but I, but it's it's that whole thing, you know. United, Huddersfield this weekend, Sanchez absolutely died. Yeah, got nothing. But then one of our players, Tongola, came through and took out their midfielder. GBH really trying to pull on assault um, should have been a penalty. So it fell. It, it, was, it was a controversial Sunday because uh, VAR and everything came into, uh, and it was very interesting in the in the first penalty Sutton got. He goes to the linesman and the camera picks up the entire conversation and they subtitled it in Match of the Day afterwards. So basically, exactly what he said. He says, you know, he 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 says, if Lovren touched the ball, yeah, it's a penalty. If he doesn't, because he clarified for the referee, uh, he's like, letter of the law, if he touched it, it's not offside. If he didn't touch it, it's offside. I don't know if he did touch it or not, he says. Yeah. And then Atkinson goes, he's like, uh, and then the referee goes like, uh, I didn't see if he touched it. Mike, do you have it? So he talks to the, t- you're not supposed to use VAR, oh, yeah, but yeah. he actually talks to, to, to Martin, uh, Atkinson, who is, who's sitting there, and, and he, but the thing is, he asks him, Second later, he says, "I'm going to give a penalty." Yeah. So he didn't get the confirmation. So basically, what is wrong with the decision is that none of the two referees was sure that Lovren touched the ball. They, ex- they, they think he touched the ball, and if he touched the ball, it's a, that's the problem. You can discuss. I agree with with some of the pundits who go out now and say, uh, like I know German genius went out and strongly said, "I think the law is stupid itself because when he hits the ball, he's offside." Doesn't matter if Lovren touched the ball or yeah. not. When he hits the ball, he's offside. And I agree with that. But it's but the same thing as Vardy against Wales in the Euros. Do you remember that goal? Yes. Touched back by a yeah. defender. And he's, he's way offside. Yeah. But, you know. but but a letter of the law, then the offside goes up. If if the defender deliberately tries See, to play I think the ball. That, law is, that law has been around for years But you well. know, do you know why? I got a good explanation. I, I was digging, bit, uh, digging and then I heard Shaka Hislop this week because he goes to a lot of these uh, referee kind of discussions. And this is the problem why the law is there and why it's ambiguous, why it's grey. It's because that law is really meant for lower league football. So that means that when you have a corner and uh, you head the ball, all right, you smash uh, one of your players, like fli- uh, flicks the ball, falls out of, uh, of pitch or whatever, then you head the ball towards goal, it hits one of the, the defenders and then comes to offside standing player now. Yeah. That happens quite a lot in that, those kind of divisions. That you make a hash of it. You you can't clear the ball. It goes the other way, and then somebody's free. So in that situation, because the defender fucked up, the offside rule is disappeared. So that rule technically will go. This is how you. So when you read the letter of the law, it's it's a rule, and you can debate if it's illogical or not. But it's part of football that you you know you can make a. It's a tactical moment if you try to think that my player offside, but he will try to go for it. It's a really advanced thinking. Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks that way. But, but that's why the law is there. And you can discuss it. So when you come to this game, how the law is written, it's a penalty. And the same thing, second goal, he, he doesn't know Lamela comes in there, but he smashed, he kicks, he doesn't touch the ball, he kicks him. Everybody agrees. I thought the second one was soft. But, and the, if that happened in the middle of the pitch, it's, it's a free kick then. So of course it's a penalty. Yeah, uh, no, I, I, I still think it was. I, I mean, it, it's, it's the world. I think it's the other way. Right? I think the second is clear cut. That's clear cut. He, he makes oh, the no, hatch I'm of it. The, I'm, I'm the, uh, the first one, 
I, and I think it's dubious because the referees really didn't see it. And the second part is the law itself is a bit but stupid. But apparently he's, quote, he's quoted as saying, I don't care if Lovren touched it. I think it's a penalty. And he gives it. No, the thing is that he says first, yeah, oh yeah. You know? Yeah, but in, in, in the clip when it comes up, he just says he's not sure. He asked, yeah. he asked the fourth referee, which is not supposed to do because VAR is not supposed to be used. But I think now everybody's understanding that even if it takes time or whatever, you will leave the game with not making a mistake. Mm. And for a referee, I don't think he gives a flying fuck that it takes two. <laughs> but one really weird thing is a linesman, when he gets the penalty a second, on camera, he goes with a hand and fists like he's celebrating. That is a very dodgy thing. I don't know if he celebrates, I got my decision through, but I- I'm going to say, I'm going to pick it, I'm going to send it for you. I, I got a link that. And there's some guy with his arm watching television. Look, he's fucking celebrating. Like, he says it's a penalty, and he goes to talk to, to, to the uh, linesman. He says what he says. He says, yeah, it's a penalty, Lamella. And then he clinches his fist at the linesman. A bit weird. What about, um, would VAR have sorted VAR, sorted this out? VAR would have come to the same conclusion as they did. Yeah, because but, it, but, yeah. So, but, but they practically used VAR. I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, the thing is, I understand Klopp, I understand Liverpool supporters who feel aggrieved by it, but if you look at just the letter of the law, they're both a penalty. It's, it's just, there's no going away from it. And I understand that he's offside when he hits the ball, but Lauren touches it. How did you feel when uh, Kane missed it? Ah. But, uh, it was unbelievable, wasn't it? It was like, you know? And yeah. then for them to get that penalty, it's just, you know. And they, they had, honestly, they had nothing in the second half. Nothing. We had 79-21 possession. From minute 75 to 85, when we drew it completely, we had 79% possession mm. of, of the ball. And they weren't in our half. They were tired. We made two substitutes in midfield straight away because we needed energy. But we, we were on top of them. So so consider how the second half went. I'm disappointed with the draw. But consider how the first half went. I think the draw is great as well. Um, it's Chelsea-Watford tonight. Uh, Man City dropping... Two points. Sterling will call it a miss of the season. And sub straight after. Said he yeah. didn't blame him for it, but... Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, you saw... When he missed it, your eyes were on Guardiola. Yeah. And he he did this with the hand, like, take him off. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And he took him off a couple of minutes later. He had a... Not a shocker, but he has a... Ca- could have, you know... But to Kevin De Bruyne, I think he said a good thing in the interview. It's like, I think Sterling has uh, finished seven goals in, in the end of games. He he has earned the right to make to make a mistake. There's yeah. just no problem. And you know that's and you know to be honest, that's not his forte, is it? I mean, he, he's not a clinical finisher, but he's he's improved that this year. And now that was a bad miss for us. That would have been three points. But does it really matter? Who's gonna catch who? Well, it's th- it's, th- it's like twelve, thirteen points. points. 30, yeah, it's not gonna happen. No, no. I mean, it needs to be one of the biggest meltdown in Premier League history for them to drop this. Yeah, and and I watched. Obviously, watch United Huddersfield. Um, I thought we played okay, to be yeah. honest. I thought we did all right in the first half, and we were more in their faces than we were against Liverpool. Liverpool, we just played off them, and it was like a training game. How was that game? Just watch live. Um, it's amazing when you watch them warming up, and you see how good people like Salah are. You know, like. Firmino, when they're shooting, like they're just, it's a different league. It, it's this top six, the players they're having, you know, someone like, you know, our top player earns 15,000 a week. You know, that's, that's what Salah, really? yeah. 
No, definitely Yeah, Aaron Moy is our top player. He's on like 15 to 20,000 no, a week. No, more than that. No, it's not. Wow, really? You know? Yeah. That's a tenth of a summer. Yeah. So we're... Um, That's a twentieth of a country, though. Yes. I mean, I mean, on Saturday, they brought Pogba on. You know, with 25 minutes to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, you know, yeah. we, we, we can't. Of we course brought, We brought Colin Quainer on, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> so, so, and everyone's given us a, there's a lot of anti-Huddersfield at the moment. I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's a really bad vibe. Like, Max Lazio, like, you know, I, I d- you know they're, they're a championship side, really, and they don't belong. And, yeah, I mean, United really, you know, they were so lucky that it wasn't more. I actually thought we did all right. Uh, I, I thought the penalty was a bit silly. We got unlucky. We just need that bit of luck, and we're not getting it. And Deporta against Liverpool, he's five yards out. It comes across to him. He puts that in, and then things change, but it's just not happening for no, us. No. But so now we've got we've got 12 games left, 12 cup finals. Do you feel that you, that you should have strengthened in January? We did. We got Pritchard. We got yeah, um, Tolonga. No, I think he's. Tr- I. I think he tried three five two against yeah. against Liverpool. Against Liverpool. I thought we looked we looked all right with three centre backs. We looked a lot better. Um, but now we play Bournemouth. We've got West Brom. We've got Palace. We've got Swansea. We've got Newcastle. Yeah, we've got it's Brighton. really crucial. So we've got eight uh, eight yeah. out of these last twelve games. It's incredibly uh, crucial now. Uh, but then we finish with. I think we've got Tottenham. Tottenham aren't even one of those games. We've got like um, uh, we've got uh, Man City, Arsenal, Everton, and Chelsea towards the end. You know, I mean, it's, I mean, th- those weeks are important. But if you look at the table, I mean, Everton are at tenth, and Bournemouth as well at ninth. They've got thirty-one points, and West Brom is thing is twenty. Eleven points only. I mean, up to the table, it's eleven yeah, but points. Look, that's like it. Thir- third to bottom. Exactly. It's tw- I mean, we're on twenty-four. It's seven points to tenth. Yeah, you know, it's 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 in, insane. And, and eleventh, eleventh to nineteenth is three points. Yeah. So I mean, every team there, inclu- I mean, we're talking everything from Bournemouth and down are in the relegation. They're fight all now. in there. Yeah. They are even Everton, Watford, West Ham, Brighton, Crystal Palace, Southampton, Newcastle, Swansea, Stoke, Huddersfield, West Brom, and it's difficult to say at this moment who's got the worst form because West Brom is bottom of the league, but they don't look. Like they will stay there. He's got some momentum going in Pardew. They're way better in open play. Yeah. He's picking up points now after a rough start. Huddersfield, unfortunately, is the one who's got, got a dip of a form, but they don't look like they're out of it. You know, he still. I see. Oh. I see games with Huddersfield that feel like you know, with a bit of luck, and they've had some rough games now. Now we'll see what form they. Do I, I mean, Stoke, same thing, up and down. You have no idea what's going on there. New Swan- manager. Swansea you know. is the one who's really had a great effect with Davakal. Yeah, uh, but the thing is, if you look at his record, this is always what he does in these clubs. The start he always revitalizes them. So we'll see if he will go to the end of the season. Or Boney and Leroy Fur out for the rest of the season. I think that might be a bit of a blow. I think it's a blow for Fur, but Boney has not come into the team. So yeah, yeah, but uh, he's still an option. Absolutely, you know? I agree with you. Newcastle, you see them maybe grinding this through. You know, picking up a point here and there. I think he's probably the best manager around to take this. He's got the most difficult situation, but yeah. still making it count. Southampton, same thing. They looked for a while. They was all right, but you never know. They, they drop points here and there. Palace, I think, is the one that's safest because they picked the most points up l- latest. They got a top. They got an idea of the football they want to play. Good reaction under Hodgson, and they got the best squad of all these players. 
Palace yeah. got a good. They yeah. got a good squad. I mean, Sahai on form is just. He's the only player in the bottom ten now, that is real quality. He can fit into top six deep now. He's he's that good. Uh, I would not have minded him at Stoke at all. I think yeah. he's brilliant talent. He really came up to life. And when he plays in form with that team, you can see that there's nobody else in the other team that has that quality. So I think they'll go through anyway, Palace. I, I think so. Brighton, you know, whenever you think they're free-falling, they pick up points. They won now in the weekend. Yeah. Great win for them. Yeah. Uh, really won at West yeah. Ham. And Murray, for some reason, he's scoring in Premier League. You never thought that guy would come back and, you know, have this effect. But he's actually doing pretty well at the moment. He's got his tax evasion going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we talked about a little bit, oh, if you wanted... Um, Signings and and we can see some of the signings. There's been some signings that had his debut. Uh, Sanchez had his debut at Tottenham, of course, but then he played really well against Huddersfield. He was the best player uh, he scored. That but gave away the most balls. Gave away like he was caught. But that's what he does. He tries to yeah. play the tricky ball. Um, but yeah, he he's such a busy player. The thing is know? that they what you might need is this. They need somebody who takes that responsibility. Who has that. You know, because Slatan is not that player, Pogba is not that player, so the star quality of you know this star dribbler and he is that, and he gives them so much press. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once; it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And then he press, starts pressing so early. He's a dream forward for, for a manager. Yeah. What a dream he is to have for a manager. He, he runs and runs. He, press, he, he starts the pressing and then everybody joins him. He stayed in the league for a long time. So I, I think... Good sign. He, he will become a good signing. Obi Mayan looks really good against Everton, but Everton Five was one. disaster shambles. But do you think Everton might get dragged in? Yes, they will get dragged in because honestly, uh, Sam Allardyce when he comes to a club when he can change it in that way, he likes it. He can grind out points. Did in the beginning. Now it looks fucking horrible. Mm. They, they they have a Celtic striker didn't play. He played Nias again. Who's Still have the lacking imbalance in the squad. He still tries to play all three of them up front. He tries to play uh, with that Nias or, or Tong, uh, Tonkin, uh, the, the Celtic player. And then he plays Rooney, Sigurdsson and one fifth player. Walker, yeah. And I just don't think he should play Rooney and Sigurdsson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he must drop one of them. He must take the decision to drop Rooney. And until any manager who's in that fucking club drops him, we're going to keep on having this problem. He's not a starting player. Because even if you've got the quality, then you have to pick between him and Sigurdsson. Their front four is fucking static. 
and they don't have the fullback to go bombarding forward every game for anyway. It's static. You play sideways, nothing is happening. There's no creativity. You don't have a super striker on form. It's not good considering how much money they fucking spent. Mm -hmm. They spent so much money. But I think they thought they were like going top four. They had two men and you know. Absolutely. No, they did. They did. Yeah. They, you know, they had. But you know, they were. I think they've had probably one of the worst seasons. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Ab absolutely. Considering what happened, I mean, they lost Lukaku. I get it. It's 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 a big blow. But he's. It's not like the Lukaku is Lukaku. He he's he's no. You know, he didn't lose lose a babe. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know, not that quality. He's not. A, he hasn't got that quality. He's not irreplaceable. He's not irreplaceable. It's just that they didn't replace him. Yeah, yeah. They just didn't replace him, and now they went in January and bought uh, and bought him from for Sunbats instead, and you know that's a, that's a risk. Yeah. That's why a young Turkish player hasn't played in the Premier League. Mm. Yeah, it's maybe a risk they took there. So yeah. I, I just think that you know that's that's not a safe thought. Let's talk about um, Pickford. Yeah. He's been caught out quite a bit this season. He's yeah. I would have thought, oh, he's going to be that England number one. Yeah. But I think I we all thought last season he had a good season, but it was, I mean, he's fucking shit, but he's not 35 million no, for no, a no. goalkeeper that, that you pay not, for. Not at the moment. But he's still young. Um, he's, yeah. I mean, to be honest, it, it, it's re it sounds so bad saying this, but I'm usually quite susceptible against shorter keepers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Premier League, I just feel that they have a disadvantage. Uh, it's just simple as that. They're, it's it's difficult when you're a bit short, and he's a bit short. And I always, I never get fully confident behind one of the shorter keepers. I just never, never do. I mean, it's it's no none of the really big top goalkeepers is that small, to be honest. No, no, no. Uh, but I think that that, that the, he's showing some of the goalkeepers are saying it in the season. I mean, Czech is having a horrible season. Yeah, I think he might be done. As well. Yeah, he's done. The, after this season, they need to change it. Have have him as the backup option. He's a great backup option, of course. But I think that if you're gonna try and compete Champions League places or league titles, you need to. I have a really worrying rumor that John Oblak was rumored to start. But I don't understand why he would leave Atletico to go. But at the moment, people are leaving top clubs to just come to the Premier League. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Abu Mayang who's been bitching around for two years at Dortmund that he wants to go to a bigger club. He ends up going to Europa League club. Why? Because it's the Premier League. He gets more money, believes in that, and, you know, he's happy. The attraction of Premier League is huge now. You see this every big player. Mm. They don't turn it down because they know that this is the biggest season maybe Real Madrid and this, but the league itself, the money, the coaching talent uh, is a Premier League I now. I think it's the money. It's the money. Yeah. Everybody goes for the money after a while. Yeah. I mean, it's not a shame playing in the Premier League. It's not like you're going to China. It's it's still one of the best leagues. But and you happen to have massive amounts of money and the biggest players starting to get there. You want to play with the big players. So, no, it's. And Tottenham, you have a uh, FA Cup replay this week. Yeah, at just hope he plays eleven new players. At home to New uh, Newport, Ta Huddersfield go to Birmingham. I don't. I really don't care. <laughs> if we get knocked out, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, that's, absolutely. There's no problem. You're not going to win that big. We've got United in the next round. Yeah, you're not going to win that big. Um, well, you can. Of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. But you shouldn't be the priority. Yeah, but um, very weird. Like the whole thing about Huddersfield being a fortress. This kind of atmosphere. Um, it it was okay, but it wasn't like it wasn't electric. No, but maybe. Form hasn't been. I mean, no, no, no. But like the expectations is like, 
the whole ground sing. And, and at times, the whole ground is singing. The Liverpool fans, and they said this about Man United as well, and I'm afraid Tottenham, the grounds are just dead. It's now become a very big... That's a Mourinho when I heard that. Yeah, but like... Well, um, Wembley's um, not... My, my cousin... It's not weird that Wembley's like that. I mean... Uh, no, uh, but you see, my cousins went to uh, the game and they said so many tourists at Old Trafford. Yeah, yeah. Maybe oh, oh, but Old Trafford is famous for that. Maybe because I mean, it's for a Huddersfield game as yeah. well because it's not a, not a massive game. But um, just... Put, you know, there's a, and there's that amazing photo when Sancho scores and there's 100 people with mobile phones instead of... Uh, you know, which it's not a, not a huge problem for me, but well, it's kind of weird. Why would you do that? I mean, when you're in the game watching it, yeah. first thing you do is not if you celebrate a goal, you're happy you're celebrating. You don't pick up the phone. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't do that, but but I, but of course it's difficult with the, with the big arenas. But that's where some of the teams like White Hart Lane is there. It's not that big, yeah. um, but the line for the season tickets twenty thousand almost. So that means that everybody who goes to those games are also fans. Now, when they're going to change the 61,000 arena, yeah. of course, they're going to come a lot of people who are not just season ticket holders for the past 10 years. Yeah. Because the problem at Wembley, some days, oh, you can't even sell that out. The problem with the security at Wembley that the tickets let out is only for people who have been ticket holders for X years. And because White House Lane yeah. only has 36,500, that means that we didn't have ticket holders for 70,000 people. Yeah. So some of the tickets are just not available at Wembley, which is a bit awkward. But that's also one of the reasons why it's not packed every game. But we have 80,000 in a lot of games, which is amazing. I also think the sitting down has always changed that. Uh, oh, hell yeah, of course. Standing oh, up I think it's really good for football in the long run. But yeah, of course, the atmosphere changes. But it gets yeah. the hooliganism away and stuff like that. Yeah, I just think you should have standing areas, maybe. Maybe. You know. But it, after, the, after the Liverpool incident, yeah. it's become softer. Yeah, but I think they... I mean, I know that when... When town go away, they expand. What was funny with the Liverpool fans? Quiet. They scored, and it was like, Shh, you know, honestly. And then with about a minute to go, rock on. And then town fans just booed it. It's like, fuck off. You know, like I just thought it was just uh, bizarre. It was awful. Um, let's have a look at uh, Barcelona uh, last night again. Espanol. Uh, Real Madrid. Um, Drawing again? Yeah, with the story time. Uh, uh, they have to realise that they made a big mistake in the summer, selling off those players. You know, I mean, we're talking Danilo, we're talking uh, Morata, we're talking James, we're talking three top players. Yeah, that they let yeah. go and they decided that Mayoral would come up and take his spot up front. Morata is just very yeah, backlash. And I mean, uh, Barcelona drew uh, Espanyol with um, Adrian, Adrian in the equaliser. Atletico winning. Again, they seem to have picked up a bit since um, Costa has been there. Yeah. Uh, they're now, I mean, they're nine points behind. Yeah, I think it's difficult to see it happening anything, you know. But Real Madrid's 19 points behind Barca. It's, they're having an absolute shock of the season, no doubt about it. And I don't, I think they just won too much in a short period of time at the moment. And he decided to let go of key players for the side of youngsters. And that was the wrong decision. Just needed some new blood. I think you can stick with him in the summer, go back, splash 200 million pounds, and get back on going. That's that's what he can do. Because they have the money now because they didn't spend anything in the summer. There's rumours of Kane going to Real Madrid. Yeah. So that's good. Um, Milan. Uh, oh, Cunard is not here. Fuck. 1-1 um, uh, with uh, Udinese. They... Um, Donnarumma did yeah, it in a mistake. 
fuck up. Um, and then um, Napoli winning again. And, I mean, Juve won 7 0. That's. Uh, but that is one of the only leagues that, you know, when, when you look at the big, big leagues, it's the only one where money, like money hasn't played a huge, you know. No. Do you know what I mean? Like the, the, there's Barcelona now, so they're nine points clear. Yeah. Uh, Bayern, twelve uh, points. Or twelve points. PSG, twelve points. Yeah. Uh, Man City, thirteen. Yeah. Um, you know all the big leagues. Celtic, Jamie Rogers. Um, <laughs> yeah. And they're talking about Germany, by the way. Napoli are one one point ahead. We're uh, talking about yeah. debuts and and the Conte get rid uh, get rid of Mister Batshuayi and he goes and score straight away and the setup for the goal. Absolute man of match performance. Slotted it perfect. Uh, Dawson Crow is going, Pierre Emerick, who? Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> pretty funny. But um, amazing that Giroud was on the same match of the day for two two teams, <laughs> both, both losing. <laughs> so, um, but I think I think he might do an all right job for them. Oh, I mean, listen, Giroud, he's not a world-class striker, but he's a good Premier League striker. Yeah, and his his goal record is decent. Oh, it's a good. He's got, and he he scores in patches. You play him in the right team, he's a great impact player. There's no doubt about that. Anybody who's trailing and you need to change up the game, Giroud is a very good target man. He's efficient. He scores goals. He has good timing. He's not a bad player uh, at all. And I just think that he made his way in Arsenal because Wenger liked him, but he's not a Wenger striker. He doesn't like a big target man. He was always a a plan B. Yeah. But in Conte, he could be a plan A. Conte asking that he wants some support from uh, from the board, public support. I mean, he's leaving this summer. Is there anybody who thinks Conte is going to be there after the summer? I don't think anybody believes that. I do. You do? Yeah. I don't think he's... I think everything he's saying, doing, happening in the I summer. just don't think he's re- they've really bought. Like, uh, they've, they've gone out like like a Chelsea, Chelsea manager has had that in the past maybe 15 years. Where they've gone, I want that player, and they buy yeah. them. Yeah, they seem to really. But that's that's changed now. It didn't change a couple of years ago when Abramovich wealth apparently uh, got a bit smaller because of the devaluation of the ruble or whatever, and and after that he's been a bit more. The thing is that well, they have bought some players, but they've sold yeah. a lot of expensive players compared to United. Yeah, but they've got seven hundred and twenty-three players out on loan. Yeah, well. which is also which has all been going on for years. Right? Yeah, and and. Some of them they've made some profit on, some players. Yeah. They've made some profit on them and stuff. And that's where it tells you earlier, like Kevin De Bruyne, they've made a profit on him, but yeah. a very small profit. Um, Can you see any managerial casualties? Leeds United got rid of their Danish um, manager on yeah. Sunday. Uh, they'd lost, they lost at home, actually. Uh, Cardiff, yeah. 4-1. And they were 3-0 down after like 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Which is brilliant by the standards. Like, yeah. Leeds are falling apart again. I mean, it's, it's just hilarious. I think they've had... Like eight, eight managers or something, or ten managers yeah, in the, like three they years. Spent Premiership money on the squad as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they, they and Bradford City sacked their manager as well, Stuart McCauley. In the Premier League, I mean, most clubs have already changed managers. Uh, yeah. I mean, the ones who were in trouble, and now it's difficult to see somebody sack a manager again because basically every everybody's team down there has it. West Brom got a new manager, Swansea Chelsea. got a new one, West Ham. It's only Huddersfield yeah. who hasn't really changed. All the rest of them have. Yeah. So I don't see a casualty coming now. I think I think coming end of the season, of course, uh, that will happen. I, I don't think Conte would stay at Chelsea. Um, if 
Wenger will never leave because he's a stubborn bastard. What about Allardyce? Do you think he'll stay? I think he's definitely yeah. uh, leaving at the moment. Allardyce, you never know. He might decide he doesn't want to be there anymore. But, you know, I don't think Allardyce needs to understand that he won't get a better job than yeah. this. He won't get a better, a, a bigger job than Everton if he if he's half baked there. It's not gonna get. He's not gonna get that Tottenham or Liverpool job. Um, shall we have a look at the weekend's fixtures? Yeah. Um, uh, have you got any gigs coming up? By the way, mm. I'm doing. Um, I'm in Finland this weekend. I'm doing um, uh, Hershu on Saturday. I think it's called Arbor, isn't it? Arbor, good call. Arbor. And then um, uh, Helsingfors, which is Helsinki. Um, is this part of your tour? Yeah, I'm doing mm. our tour, yeah. And then, um, yeah, so I've got a weekend off a little buddy away. Um, and you? No, I've got, I got nothing, no, no regular club gigs. I've got a few things that I'm working on. Do you, uh, and you'll be going down and trying new stuff? Yeah, I was down yesterday with Dan. Yeah. We had chefs with me from the world, uh, from the world uh, world chat, but we still haven't tried it. It's funny. Yeah. So we did that. So we got a workout. I need to go down a lot because then it's of course the Thames tour, which I'm doing all the days. And then we also have that St Regis festival, which I'm doing for St Regis. Going to be headlining that in Liverpool. Good luck on that. You're an old man. Look after yourself. Um, let's have a look at the weekend's fixtures. Man City will be the late game at home to Leicester. West Ham, Watford. Now the teams start playing each other. This uh, is where it's going to get interesting. But do you know what I don't, don't like with the with the, with the te- television and stuff? I, I get it that they do they do fans coming through. But now every weekend you see the early game is City or the late game is City. It's just pointless. I mean nobody wants to watch those games. Yeah. It's just no fun to watch the City games at the moment. They play Burnley. Burnley pick up points. You're like, oh that's fun, but does it matter? No. Yeah, but they're a good side to watch. Um, uh, Stoke versus Brighton. It's all going to... See, everyone's going to start playing each other. Everton will play Crystal Palace. And then the early game, the early one at 1.30, it's the North London Derby. Probably going to beat the record for the biggest attendance yeah. in a Premier League 80, match. 81,000 was against uh, Manchester United. Would you put this down as a um, must-win? Yeah, if it's going to keep on this good uh, form we had a couple of games, yes, it's a must-win because if we lose that game, Liverpool and Chelsea are going to be five points behind. It's Chelsea are playing West Brom on Monday. Yeah. They're playing Watford this Monday. Yeah. Strange again, but we won't ask about that. Um, and then on Sunday, Huddersfield Bournemouth is the early match. Bournemouth, unfortunately for you, are picking up some good form now. But but you never they lose one game, win one game. So no. But this is I feel that this is where it all turns from, and yeah. it, we need five out of twelve. I think if we win five games out of twelve, we'll stay up. Oh yeah. yeah. Five out of not that easy. Yeah, uh, Newcastle, Manchester United, and then Southampton, Liverpool, um, which I think we'll just wear the same shirt just for um, fame. Um, enjoy your football. Um, thank you. Don't forget if you've listened to this now for the first ever time, where have you been? Uh, just press subscribe. Next week we will have the reappearance of the Messiah, Kunal Chopra will be in the house. So um, thank you so much. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Right. Enjoy the football. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.